0: The one-hour phone-in show, all about stuff.
1: Good afternoon. We are live in downtown Toronto in Liberty Village at the Zoomer on this rainy, cloudy afternoon. But we're live here taking your phone calls. Uh, this show is all about stuff, specifically your stuff. Maybe you have an old heirloom in the basement or in your living room. You're curious about its value. An old statuette with folklore in your family saying it's worth a million dollars. You know, keep it in the family. Pass it down to, through the generations. Well, we have... Two experts in the studio who can tell you exactly what it's worth in real time because they're experts in the world of stuff. They have found fame and fortune dealing in other people's stuff, specifically uh, identifying value that other people have overlooked. They're two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada and also on ANE's Northern Treasure. Welcome to the studio, Paul, Kenny, and Bogart. Kenny, this is the father and son team. Good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon. Everything's good. How are you doing, Bogart? I'm always good. Yeah. All right. All right. Lots of energy. I like when you got lots of energy. Like you're saving for when <laughs> you have psyched. to live something. Yeah, oh,
1: by the way, uh, for everyone listening right now, whether you have an old coin collection, maybe a stamp collection, comic book collection, maybe you have a vintage video game console, anything you might have lying around your house, you're curious. Maybe you think it has some special value. You can call in right now. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. It's toll free. If you're out of town, you can use this number, uh, 1-866-740-4740. That's 1-866-740-4740. What kind of week was it?
2: It's a great week, and we're going to have a great show today. We're going to be talking to Jeff Gadsden, who uh, is the promoter for that Oakville uh, Antique show that Bogart and I are going to be at next weekend.
1: Yeah, tell me more about this. is more of the uh, hoity-toity, where you're going to see some really fancy, fancy things.
2: Well, we're going. I'm going to let him explain it, but it's at uh, the Vladimir... Um, Oh, where? See, I got to...
3: you screwed it up. Again. I did it
2: again. Yeah, it's at the uh, St. Vladimir Cultural Center at 1280 Dundas Street West, and that's in Oakville, just east of the third line. But when we talk to him in a few minutes, he'll go through all the stuff for us, and we can do that. But in the store this week, we had a great week. I got remember last week; those ten thousand CDs are probably at least twenty thousand CDs.
1: Yeah, what was the story? You, you had, somebody had called and said, I've got a whole mess of CDs, collectible CDs in my basement. Yeah. And uh, most people go, retail value zero. And somehow these are very valuable. Collector sets, rare one-offs, these sorts of things.
2: Well, no. So you purchased thousands of d- CDs? I have no idea how much I bought. How many thousands, you mean? I have uh, yeah. no idea how many thousands, really. And albums. A lot of them are not worth a lot cds are not but there's a lot of the box sets and we're going to have some fun with it and that kind of thing but we did a favor we did the right thing someone had to have the stuff out by the tuesday they called me at the last moment we had the whole place swept clean they were out no no other repercussions everything was done I, i'm actually amazed we had three guys doing at the work and took them 14 hours to empty almost 1500 boxes of cds uh, albums, toys, and everything like that.
1: And that's not an unusual thing for you guys. Sometimes you get a call saying, hey, I've got a house, I've got to clean it out. It's 4,000 square feet of old collectibles, and yeah. I need it out by Thursday. And still, you guys will come in, do an assessment, find the right buyer, store this stuff, sell this stuff. That's your bread and butter.
2: Yeah, and and sometimes we will do it on consignment. This one we actually just bought. They needed money, and I said, okay, I will buy it. And I actually just did the, did a nice thing, I think. I just said, here, I'm going to buy this, we're Okay. And uh, now it's. Um, I'm going to over to a record show later on today and try and sell some of these CDs. You don't even have them sold yet. No, I did. I Actually, went and I took a shot. I gambled. I listen. I know you don't think that's <laughs> good a good business thing. plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it a was. Great a, plan. It was a good business plan. Like so yeah. you're
1: heavily invested in CDs.
2: Okay. Yep. Okay.
1: Ooh, what's now, going on? What happened?
2: So we're all ready to go with Jeff if if we got. To, Hopefully Jeff's on the line.
1: Okay, so uh, you can call in now. We'll get to your calls in just a few minutes yeah. from now. Four one six three six zero zero seven forty. If you have a rare item or an interesting item lying around your house or that you own that you'd like to get a, a value assessment on, in the meantime, we're going to learn about more about this uh, auction in Oakville.
2: Not an auction. It's an antique show. It's the. It's one of the best antique shows in Oakville in Canada. This is it's, good. It's like an old time show where the actual the, the best dealers selling the best stuff. Is Jeff there? Jeff. Jeff. Yes, yes, here.
1: Do you normally harangue people when they confuse antique show with auction? I mean, come on. Yeah, it looks like you just offended his whole
2: family. <laughs> How you doing, Jeff? I'm great, Paul. How are you? Oh, that's Ben. That's ben. ben.
1: Yeah, sorry. I'll I'll step aside. You you guys know each other. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. No, Jeff. Yeah, we're just talking about your show, and I'm trying to everything. Uh, ben thinks it's an auction. No, the prices on this, the the dealers already have their prices set on this, and Absolutely. it's, it's yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Where. They look you up and down, and say, "How much can you pay for this?" No, the prices are set. It's all antiques. It's a fully vetted show. Jeff used to do. Jeff's been around a long time. you been. You did um, uh, the Christie Antique Show, right?
4: Yeah, we founded that show in
2: nineteen eighty-eight. See, and that's one. That's one of the biggest shows in Canada. But that's an outdoor show. This one, because it's in November, is an inside show. In fact, aren't you doing a show today? You're doing promoting another I'm- show.
4: I am at the Art Gallery of Ontario with the Toronto uh, Antiquarian Book Fair right now, yeah.
2: Wow, okay. So you actually know your stuff. You know the antiques. You've vet the show. If something is like uh, 1992 Mario Brothers, it's not making into your show, is it? No, it isn't. I'm sorry. It's just not going to cut it. Yeah. No, it's all no, antiques. Well, what
1: kind of items are there? I mean, what draws people? What gets people excited to come to an antique show? What are those things? Excuse me a second. Oh. Take <laughs> your time. <No.
4: laughs> Sorry, Paul, uh, can you say that question again?
2: Well, what kind of stuff is at this show? I know. Oh, you know, actually, okay, go ahead.
4: Well, I, I can't help but be excited about next week's show. The dealer list is likely the strongest we've had in the last few years. Okay. Um, we, we've got new faces. We've got our regular experts. got more Canadiana this year. We've got some exciting specialties.
2: Okay. <laughs> what,
1: are, what are some of the Canadiana? What are some of the items, the objects that draw people?
4: Uh, well... Uh, I'm going to talk about categories. For, okay. uh, for example, uh, among the new fixes, is a fellow named John Connolly from Waterloo. He sells vintage paper, things like James Bond. He's got a ton of early monkey posters. Oh, and uh, Lots okay. of
2: fun stuff. Great. Okay. And I know you have jewelry there. That's yep, all our women listeners. Now, the thing about this show is that people, the dealers there are not your you know slide by in the night stuff they're 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 dealers year-round so they know their stuff so you can come in and sell stuff to them as well right oh yeah sure okay.
4: anybody uh, out there listening uh feel free to bring things or bring a photograph take a picture on your phone and bring it look around the show for people selling similar items and uh engage them in uh, discussion okay all the dealers that do our show are top notch uh they may not sell the world's most expensive stuff. In fact, lots of it is 5 and $10, but we don't accept them unless we're confident that we okay. know their product wow. and, that, and that they will back it up. Okay, and then... we will stand behind them, too. We'll, we'll back up anything that uh, people buy at our shows.
2: Well, that's got to be important. Now, we got to do the where and the when. Where <laughs> okay. is this show?
4: It is in Oakville on 1280 Dundas Street West. That's just east of Third Line. So, third line and Dundas Street West, and then okay. just go uh, half a kilometer east. Okay. And uh, when is it? The next weekend, uh, November 11th and 12th. Uh, you can uh, you can start in on Saturday morning from 10 until 5 p.m. and then the show runs again on Sunday from 11 till 5.
1: How much is it to get in, and how much is parking?
4: Uh, parking is free. Dollars. Oh. Lots of free parking.
1: Sorry, how and, much is entry? Pardon. How much is it to get in? Eight dollars.
4: Oh, that's good. But okay. if they
2: go to your website, can't they get a dollar off if they go to Antique Shows Canada?
4: Yes, they can. AntiqueShowsCanada.com. Yeah. dot com. You can go there and click for a
2: discount. Okay. Antiques So if someone's listening to this and they want to know that's where they can go and get more information. If they're just if they're coming, tuning in late to the interview, Antique Shows Canada. Or and like they can get a hold of the, all the information that we just talked about is right on there, is right. Is there, that's right? right? And there's food there and Great food. It's so our that's... favorite show for food, actually. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, what is it, a, a Ukrainian center? Yep. Yeah.
4: It's a Ukrainian cultural center, and all the food is cooked there by the Ukrainian ladies. So we're get, we're talking cabbage rolls, pierogies, perfect chicken on a stick. You're gonna love it.
2: So you can spend two. So all the people who are listening out there should prepare to spend two three hours in this show and have oh, yeah. a good time. That's right. Yep and see what, they, what their stuff at home is actually worth. When they say, I've got one of those, and it's worth $4,000? Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jeff. And like, we have to let you go because we only have so many lines here, and they're filling up with people who want to ask what their stuff is worth. But we're going to talk okay. about later on in the show as well. But, and you said, again, it's next Saturday and Sunday. Yep. It's 1280 uh, Dundas Street West, and it's the best show. It's the premier show in this area. And some it sure is and it's the last
4: one of the year, probably. Uh, oh yeah, to Christmas.
2: Yeah, don't mention that Christmas
1: buying. All right, <laughs> lots of excitement, Jeff. Thank you so much. Good to meet you, man.
4: Okay, Paul. We'll see you
2: next weekend. Bye thank now. you. See you then.
1: Okay, our first caller is going to be Dorothy, and she's calling from Alliston. Dorothy, how are you? Hello. Hi, Dorothy.
5: I I have an antique bathtub. It's metal or tin. It has a wood frame around it. I would say pine, but it's a hard, and it sits in like a cradle, iron cradle with not claw feet, but they're like claw feet, but there's, you know, no indication of claw.
2: People still buy them. I don't because they're heavy. Bogart mm-hmm. makes sure I don't buy them because they're heavy. Yeah, but there you. are dealers who will deal in that kind of stuff. On, uh, is it a full person's bathtub? Like a full size? Yes. Wow, more reasons not to buy this. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying this is uh they do have value, but usually they're 3 to 4 to 500 and but it'll cost you so much to move it as well. And that's only because a real bathtub if you go to one of these big box stores are going to cost you $5,000. Mm-hmm.
5: It's really not very heavy, like I can lift it and move it over. It's you can lift it? You can a power
2: lifter? Holy mm-hmm. cow. Okay. It's just kind tin, or it can't be cast iron, then.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it can be, for sure. Has it been painted?
2: It had been at
5: one time, Yeah, yes. I was
1: going to say, yeah. a lot of people like the metal look. A lot of people end up, if they have, like, a country-style garden, they'll put an old clawfoot tub maybe in their backyard and put it yeah. make it a garden bed. And mm-hmm. it, it even at $300, it'd be cheaper than getting a plastic version from a big box store. Yeah, so it can have a future. I just don't know if it has a future as a bathtub. That's no. all.
2: That's what I was thinking. It because
1: the be ones that they refinish used, are generally have, really ornate. Well, I have
5: seen one at uh, Sherway Mall at the bath store. They have it uh, and they use it for towels, etc. or where there's a company that has them for yep. movies.
2: Yeah, that's what we would do is rent it. Now, most of the time, you're better off, like I always say, buy an antique. Don't buy from these big box stores. I don't know. They don't advertise with me anyway. I don't care. But if you buy an antique and you spend $300 with it, you use it for 10 years, it'll probably be still worth $300 10 years from now. If you buy something from these big box stores, as soon as you cross the curb, it's worth one-tenth of what you paid for it. Yeah, no or there.
1: zero. There's not a lot of used <laughs> <laughs> bathtubs that are sort of the half rack that sit on the side, yeah. I don't no. think anyone's repurposed one that I know, yeah.
2: No, but that's why I actually mentioned, you know, when my when one of my favorite spots is uh, Southworks Antique Mall. I says, you're going to buy a bunch of bowls. Why buy them in a big box store? You can buy the antique ones. A bowl is a bowl, and it looks good, and it's still going to be worth $20 10 years from now. Okay, okay? well, Dorothy's
1: trying to unload this thing. Is anyone to call? Who's your bathtub expert?
2: Call me at the store tomorrow. I have a guy who buys this kind of stuff. You better not buy that bathtub. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. I promise. You hey, both. Dorothy. We lost her. Dorothy. I'm here. Okay, so why don't you give the store a number, please? You can call me at six at nine zero five seven three seven four six five three. And I do answer the call, so if I'm not there, if you're going to come down, you got to tell us, don't bring the bathtub with you without prior <laughs> no, permission. definitely not. Well, you just told me you can lift it. I can, well,
5: yeah, I'm, I can. Well, it comes out.
2: Thank you pieces, very much. Right? Okay,
1: so that number again is 905-737-GOLD. You're spelling yep. it out, but that's the more catchy way to remember it, 905-737-GOLD. If you have a question about an antique that uh, you own or an interesting item you own, you're wondering about its uh, real-time market value. Sometimes we discover markets that... Uh, that no one knew about. The penny collector market is is well known, but the, uh, what is it, the costume jewelry market is developing. People oh, yeah. are making a fortune on old vintage costume jewelry.
2: Well, we bought a piece this week that we're going to sell for a lady for $500. Costume. Yeah. And it's just, and she was, I know it's going to sell. It's got that kind of look, but unless they bring it in, we can't tell. You know what I mean?
1: Our phone number here at the station, if you'd like a real-time live assessment, is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740. If you're out of town, it's 1-866-740-4740. Again, in studio with us, Paul Kenny and his son, Bogart. Kenny, two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada and Northern Treasures. Let's go to Bev in Georgetown. Bev, how are you?
5: Oh, I'm good, thank you. Yourself?
1: Pretty good. What do you have?
5: I have the last edition of Superman comic. Just wondered what the value of it is. Well, I know the
2: first would be worth a lot. Is the last worth anything? Yeah, they're worth about $5, 10 Now, it's funny. Okay, I'm just going to go to another track. Like Superman, the first one's worth about $3 million. Uh, the last one might be worth $10, $20. But, like I say, the last, Spider-Man, they're, they're doing last of comics now.
1: I don't understand. Spider-Man still exists. Superman still exists. What are we talking about the end well, of the comics? Well, what
2: they're trying to do is remarket them. So they have Spider-Man 1 to 700. And then what they do is average variant covers on them. So one Spider-Man 700 is worth five dollars. One's worth three hundred dollars, and one's worth a thousand dollars.
1: But am I? She's saying I have the last Superman, Superman comic. I don't know the comic world. Are there no more Superman comics? Is that no news to me?
2: It's they've stopped it, and they're going to start with another. They'll call it Adventures of Superman. Okay, or,
1: Superman's great grandsons now. Yeah, Friday. I gotcha. Su- okay, yeah, that yeah. kind of
2: thing. So the comic. It's it's still relatively new. What we're the main money you make on comics is the ones made before in DC, which is Superman and Batman, is before nineteen sixty. Okay. And um, but nineteen sixty is when Marvel first started, and a Spider Man number one just sold for one million dollars. This is a comic book from nineteen sixty one. It's worth sold for one million dollars. And there are ones in people's basements. They just don't know it.
1: So you say as a general rule in the world of stamp, you say prior to World War I, that's generally where the money is for stamps. So is it safe to say in comics prior to 1960, that's generally where most of the money is? Or is there a hard and fast
2: rule where you can sort of... 1970 in comics.
1: Okay, so prior to 1970, if you have a vintage comic, generally you're more in the money than something from 1996. Unless it's a special edition. Yeah, and it comes It's good for people to learn these sorts of things. I like to know these sort of things. Oh,
2: yeah. But no, but 1939, 40, 41... In that during the war years, because the paper drives and stuff, right. there are many, not just one. There are many comics worth over a hundred thousand. Yeah, we had a famous
1: one in Canada called the Canuck, right? Wasn't Johnny it? Canuck. Johnny that Canuck. That was
2: nineteen seventy. Yeah. It's worth ten dollars. That's more than most, though, is it not? <laughs> it's not bad, but yeah, but the uh, Captain America ones were two forty, and a lot of people are like they they might have one, they wouldn't even know what it looks like. The first Archie comic is worth two hundred thousand dollars.
1: Right. Wow. So okay. So old sorry.
2: Archies are worth money.
1: Back to the phone line, Bill in Newmarket is our next caller. Bill, how are you?
6: Fine, how are you? Good afternoon.
0: Pretty good. What do you got?
6: I've got a couple of, they're over 100 years old, marine lamps off of the Great Lakes ships. One was hung from the anchor chain to warn other ships not to cross into it. Okay. And the other one was hung from the masthead to tell anyone that the captain was not on board. It has a brass plate saying N-U-C which meant not under command. Wow. They're in mint condition.
1: What do they run on? Are they electric? Are they oil? What are they?
6: No, they still have the original oil lamp yeah. that fits inside them. These things would stand about 26 inches tall. Oh, they wow. They weigh about 20, 20 pounds apiece.
2: And brass? Made brass with a glass uh, inside? Part,
6: some of the parts are brass, yeah. Yeah. But that... no dents, no bullet holes, no rust. Okay. Uh,
1: so nope. I don't know about the collector value, but anything marine, especially if it's decorative, you're talking about. I like that he bugs. added
2: no bullet holes. <laughs> it's possible, possible. No bullet. Okay. Uh, probably nautical stuff is very collectible. And if you know what ship it came from, which you obviously seem to know here right now, that can add a bit to it as well. Right, I um,
6: know the ship that the one came off of.
1: Right, but was it a warship it or did it was just on deliver corn?
6: Okay. And then dismantled uh, in 1979. After a change of hand several times, it became a self-unloading ore carrier.
2: Okay, so you know the history.
6: I know the history, and I've got the pictures of the
2: ship. If I had 100%. this in my shop, I'd have to see see a visual on, but it's something I know I could probably sell for five, six, seven hundred dollars. Just right. the way you're describing it, it's like I said, this is, because people like nautical. They put it out there. It's a oh conversation starter. Oh, my God, it's a
1: fortune, this yeah, stuff. And even, even if you wanted like a brass like porthole window to hang on a wall, it's like 500 yeah. bucks. I yeah. Know, or 2,000-something. Somebody.
6: Somebody's dock on a yard arm. Yeah. You yeah. Could, you could electrify it without destroying it in any way by simply running electrical wire through the top with a light bulb. Well. You know, take out the oil lamp. But as I say, you wouldn't be drilling holes or harming it. Then you could run it from a light switch back at the house or cottage.
1: Yeah. That's all pop an LED in it even easier.
2: And like we say here, the story behind these, if you know what ship they came off of and that the, you've got the story to go with it. Yeah. Once you have a good item and a good story, then you get good money. How's that?
6: I like that, but how do I do it?
2: You got to call me during the week, and uh, Bogart's not going to be, oh, you said they only weigh 25 pounds. Bogart won't mind that. Um, six, four, you got to call me at 905 905- 737.
6: Okay. I beg your pardon. Okay, 905.
2: 737. 737- yeah. 4653. And if you have other interesting items, please bounce them off me. I, I do. do get out there this week. I had a couple of um, misfortunes come in our business. I was supposed to get out to Niagara. I promised to get out to Niagara this week. And sometimes, if it's on my route, I will come and see you.
6: I have min okay. condition railroad lantern- lanterns as well. Oh,
1: nice. They always sell. Those are also a fortune. Uh, yeah. So listen, if if you're technologically inclined, you can snap a few pictures of them right now on your phone and just email them directly to, and this goes for everybody. If you yeah. have an interesting item, and you need somebody to have a look at it and say, okay, sure, it's an old lamp. No one's going to use an oil lamp necessarily, but here's how this thing looks, because that's what most people are going to buy this thing based on. Uh, you take that picture and you send it to... You just email it to sales at torontogoldsilver.com. That's sales at torontogoldsilver.com. Then they can pass it around. They can have experts look yeah. at it. Even at an eyeball, they can tell you for the difference of a $500 lamp or a $3,000 lamp. They'll know right away. Thanks for your call. You're welcome. Our thank next you. caller is going to be, uh, let's go to Roberta in Peterborough. Rober- Roberta, how are you?
5: Right, thank you. How are you?
1: Pretty good. What do you have?
5: I have
7: a uh, four place setting of what I believe is called bubble glass dishes and some side dishes to go with it. And I'm not sure if it's the proper name or if they're worth anything.
2: Okay, uh, bubble glass. How do you mean? When you say bubble glass, that's the name you've given it to it, or?
7: Well, that's what somebody told me. It's um, it's a um, it's a, it's not a it's a, not a handcrafted one. It's a mold. And okay. it's got lines in it. And then it has little loops around it. And around these little loops are little bubbles.
2: Um. And it's pure glass. I definitely need a picture. I'm trying to visualize what you're saying. I'm trying to try. There is a uh, a lace edge, a lace edge um, glass. Um, but if I see a picture, I'll say I know it right away. And you okay. can send the picture off to uh, my site at uh, sales at torontogoldsilver.com because Does this not have
1: any markings on it? Usually you're pretty good with this stuff, plates, ga- glass. But no, bubble
2: glass, I know there's a couple of them. If it's got inside inside the glass a lot, are they regulated bubbles? Uh, yes, they are. <laughs> so that sounds like Murano glass. Okay. Um, and they're in, Murano um, is a little island outside of Italy. They made a lot of different glass. They're very world famous for it. And they have controlled bubbles, as they call it where they'll come up in little streams inside the glass and make a design. Uh, uh, no, depend-
7: sorry, that's not it. That's Co- not it. Okay. These are controlled bubbles, but they're on the little, um, <coughs> little things around the edge of the plate, and there's about five bubbles on each little thing goes the entire
2: plate. Okay, we're back to you sending me a picture. Yeah, you can't turn Absolutely. the plate over. There's no markings at all. Barely. No, I didn't see any
1: markings
2: with It probably had a paper label on it, and the first time you wash it, you use the glass, you wash it, the paper label's gone.
1: You recognize this piece? What does this generally go for? You don't, It's not off the top of your head? It's not Yeah, if it's, okay. if it's
2: 30s glass, depression, usually it's $5, $10, $15. It might, if it's a certain piece designed by a certain designer or certain etchings on, it can be worth more. Your depression glass is not what it used to be worth. Depression glass, the pink, the gold, uh, the green glass out of the 1940s and 50s, it used to sell for $5, 10 15 $25 a piece is now down to $3, 4 5 $6 a piece. There's That's a lot true. of it coming onto the market. But send me on the picture and I can help you, okay?
1: You're listening to Simon Heroes on Zoomer Radio. In studio, Paul Kenny and his son Bogart. Kenny, two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada, here to tell you more about your interesting stuff. If you have something you think is interesting, you can give us a call right now for a free assessment. Our number is 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740.
6: Southworks Antiques, one of Canada's best antique malls, just got better by moving to a better location. Across the Grand River in Cambridge at 73 Water Street proudly stands the new Southworks Antiques. 25,000 square feet of antiques and nostalgia with an intriguing history for sale by over 100 vendors. Visit southworksantiques.com for directions. Then park free and check it out. It's a new beginning for a lot of old stuff at Southworks Antiques in Cambridge. Open every day of the year.
7: For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD.
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes on Zoomer Radio. We're live in Liberty Village at the beautiful Zoomerplex. Plex. Our phone lines are open if you have an interesting item that you'd like an assessment of. Anything in the world. Maybe it's an old hay bale. You're curious. It's a vintage hay bale. Been in your backyard for 30 years. I don't know, Paul. I'm working off the top of my head. Our number is 416-360-0740. Our next caller is Susan in Oakville. Susan, how are you? Oh, fine,
8: thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Our pleasure. What, what I have is a leather-bound book table. It looks like three very large atlases or art books stacked on top of each other. It's 36 inches wide, 27 inches deep, and 16 inches high. It sits on four bun feet. I think it's turn of the century.
1: The and it's leather bound. Y- it- are you getting the sense this is a makeshift thing? Like somebody had made this one-off table out of these three I, books? Books no, or
8: they're not actually books. They only appear to be books. And when you pull out the spine of each volume, there's a drawer.
1: Right. I feel like you yeah. can buy this right now. Restoration Hardware, two thousand no, dollars. Is but, this new or old?
8: No. This is definitely this is definitely old. I've had it for quite a long time. I suspect it's French made because. The uh, books are French and I- the mock books are French and Italian. And can you stand, it? stand? Stand? Yeah, can stand you
1: stand on it? Stand? Yeah, can you stand on it? Could it, it support really well your weight? Is that that's what you're saying? Uh,
8: I don't know about m- my weight on it, but I've had a box or two of books. Okay. And it certainly holds the cat's weight. Okay. It's a it's, it's an, it's I'm liking nice this. Moroccan leather.
2: I'd like to see it, depending on if it is 100, 150 years old, because there's a lot of things people have libraries. It would be perfect condo item. Um, That's what I was you, thinking. It's probably it a beautiful vintage table. piece. Yeah. Originally, my, and the reason I asked about standing on, they had the chairs that were convertible chairs and uh, books oh, like I this. Oh, I know what
8: you mean. Yes.
2: So that you could stand on and get to the top books that are in your library.
8: Yes. I've Sometimes
2: seen, that happens.
8: I've seen one of those. No, this we used it as a coffee table, but now we're downsizing.
2: Well, when you own it, you can use it for wherever you want.
1: I'm liking this piece. Can we get you to take a picture and send us?
8: I could. Okay. And and I also have two large paintings, more decorative art than fine art, of a stag in different seasons. Dad used to refer to them as the monarch of the Glen, and he got these as a wedding present when he got married in 1942. You know, there was a war on yeah. So a lot of people, instead of giving you a new wedding present gave you something they had. And one of them is the stag in winter and the other one is the stag in summer. The
2: title doesn't matter to me as much as who painted it.
8: Uh, I don't I don't see
2: Okay. If uh, I see it I sometimes it'll be on the back, sometimes it'll be and on uh, who painted it and who what gallery it came out of will give me good indications of how good the painting is. Okay.
8: I it, would say this is more decorative art than it's not on velvet,
2: fine is it? Fine on, yeah.
8: No, it's, it's on it's on canvas. Okay. One of them was beautifully is beautifully flay, framed with a heavy
1: gilt mm. wooden
8: frame, and the the other one, well, Mrs. Eby couldn't afford.
1: Okay. Well, you have all you have three or four decorative it, pieces. Yeah. So we're gonna to need to see them. That'll make the difference. Okay. So if you can snap pictures with your phone and then email them okay. to sales at torontogoldsilver.com, this is a perfect example of you're gonna to need to see it. This is not mm-hmm. a brand name table. This is not brand name art. Uh, it's not you know.
2: I might broadly know style. I might say that style yeah. is this. That's who this is. I don't need to see the signature
1: so you're going to email it the email address is sales at torontogoldsilver.com then paul and his staff can actually have a look at it and probably identify who made it or where it came from and what it's exactly worth
8: if you are interested do you come out to oakville very often
2: i'm going to oakville okay that's like a plug i'm going to saint vladimir cultural center at 1280 dundas street west next friday saturday and sunday friday i'm setting up i'd be glad to look at them at friday if i have time but on oh. Saturday and Sunday, we're going to be at the um, Oakville Antique Show.
8: These would, ha- would be too heavy. No, for I can
2: come and see you if you're oh, close wonderful. to Oakville. Oakville's not that big a place, and I know how to drive. So I can get to wherever oh, you that's are up in for Oakville. Debate. Huh? That's up for debate. Okay. I can see you then, and I'm through Oakville, especially if I'm going down to Niagara area this weekend. This, during the week, I can come and see you. So if you hang on, Sebastian will take your name. Okay. And, um, and your phone. And hopefully, guys will connect you. this
1: week. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice because okay. you're going to need eyes on these items for sure. And if they're heavy, then you don't want to move them around too much. Oh no! Thank yeah. you for your phone call. Oh,
8: thank you very much.
1: All right, Doreen in Bowmanville is our next caller, and Doreen, I'm told that you have a very desirable hat.
9: Yes, I have my uh, great uncle's uh, fireman's helmet. It's brass that he wore in England during the the 20s, the 30s, and I'm I'm the. In my 80s now, and I want to pass it on to his great-granddaughter, um, which I'm going to have to mail it, and I just wondered if it was valuable that, that uh, I should put a value on it for mailing. So- that, Do you uh, how many guys would is-
1: kill to have this?
2: I know. But it's English, right? Yeah. Even so. Yeah. Uh, careful what it costs you to mail it as well, um, but generally $100, $300. Now, bra- you say brass hat? How much does it weigh? It just got brass trimming on it. It Should be leather, and brass. Uh, it's,
9: it's leather. The inside is leather. Strap yeah. is leather. The the rest is, uh, oh, solid brass.
1: So what does it look like? A cowboy's hat, but a little bit firmer around the edges. It's like a bigger piece. No. It's a right. helmet, then.
9: It's a it's a real helmet. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wow. If now you know it's from the twenties and thirties because of who who gave it to you, right?
9: I can't hear you too well. Oh,
2: you know who is from the nineteen twenties or thirties. Because of who gave it to you, right Yes, is it a captain's or just a regular fireman's hat? yeah, is it a captain's uh no, he's just an ordinary uh, ordinary fireman still I got to see this thing man. I'd love to see it, but I'm thinking if I had something like that in my shop, it' be two three hundred dollars without even thinking, and probably more if I got to see it nice, but that's a nice item. Is People there any collect- symbols
1: on it, like yeah. the the fire hall that he's from or the area
2: yeah.
9: Um, it, it, it's it got a uh, like a crest on the front.
2: That'll help. That'll help ID it. And un- inside there'll be a manufacturer who manufactured the hat.
9: Oh, I haven't really looked for that. That's the thing you got. to determine loving this piece.
2: value, it'll be, uh, like Ben just asked, it'll be the symbol on front, it'll be who manufactured it, and if it's still in good kip, you know.
9: Yeah, it's just got one little ding in it where he, uh, he was uh, out, out in the country, you know, down yeah. in the barns and all that sort of stuff. And I, as a kid, I used to uh, have to uh, give him his bicycle clips because he used to have to get on his bike to get down to the fire.
1: Oh,
2: wow. that's cool. <laughs> wow. See, there's the story.
9: all well,
2: the other
1: story yeah. it, you, well, is that it's got a dent on it because of a barn that fell. That's yeah. a much cooler story than I dropped it one time, right? <laughs> no, so okay. I do a lot of that with my stuff too. Yeah,
2: But if all firemen collectibles, especially stuff, anything pre 1920 Huge, hugely huge. popular,
1: yeah. Because but especially like, a lot of areas didn't have organized firefighters, right? Yeah. Even now, you go to the rural parts of Ontario, it's all volunteer stuff, right? It's not it's less organized than now. So the world of firefighting didn't really come together. It, it oh. hasn't been together as you'd think uh, yeah. in modern times for very long at all.
2: And I, yeah, I'd love to see if you had old catalogs of the old equipment and stuff like that. I'd love to see that. Anything. Some people forget the item is good, like the fire hat. Yeah. But, helmet, but the, the catalog, the fireman's that they, that they would have bought it out of, the catalog is worth $100, $200, or 1920 dollars the So, People forget
1: about Doreen, the, the story stuff. here is that we want to see it. So for everyone who's got interesting items that are hard to describe and we can't get the insignia and we're not quite clear on the story, you can visit Paul Kenny's store. It's at uh, 10,341 Young Street. That's okay. 10,341 Young Street. Or you can snap a picture and send the picture to... So, you know, you phone, you get on the email, you attach the photo to it, sales at torontogoldsilver.com, sales at torontogoldsilver.com. But I know there's tons of firefighters listening or retired firefighters that go, yeah. I know what this item is, and I want it now. Well, Okay. All okay. right, thanks for your call.
2: Thank
3: you. Our next caller
1: is Vera in Scarborough. Vera, how are you?
3: Fine, thank you. How are you?
1: Pretty good. What do you have?
3: I have an American dictionary of the English language, and it was printed in 1890. I have a picture on the front page of noah webster uh it um it's four inches deep by ten it's very very old and but you can the description that they give on each word is extensive yeah. it says um an introduction dissertation. Of the origin, history, and connection of the languages of Western, Asian, and Europe.
2: Sounds Connected like a dictionary to, to me. <laughs> the person who wrote this wants you to buy his dictionary so you know what his title meant. Oh, okay.
3: It, yeah, it's 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 um, it's so descriptive. And I
2: that, know, but here's your problem on this dictionaries yeah. and like I. Don't burn Bibles. I always give them away, and dictionaries. They made millions of them, and people kept them. They would throw out the latest bestseller, but they wouldn't throw out the dictionary. You don't throw out the Bible, and that that's means right. they have a long life.
5: I've
3: got a Bible yeah. too, but I was going
2: to know. mention that.
3: So what? I just figured it was so old, and the no, description. No, that's not old. And they've got pictures of, of birds, and then what kind of bird it was, and all. It just. Pass
2: it down to your grandkids. The, the one dictionary that I find that worth money is the dictionary of slang, or you get something like that. That's worth a lot of money. But the, your dictionary like these generally are just good to put on the shelf They've been there for 50 years. Hand them down to your kids and make sure they read them. And 1890
1: wouldn't be old for even Webster's Dictionary, right? Yeah, you're talking about maybe 50 or more years after the establishment. So it's not like the first ever printed edition or anything like that. This is a run-of-the-mill, you know, 80 years later sort of thing. Yeah. I think. I don't know how old Webster's goes back, but that wouldn't be new. Thank you for your phone call. Our next caller is John in Pottageville. John, what's happening? Happening.
10: I have a bat. I got on bat day. Uh, from the old Maple Leafs uh, baseball team down on the lakeshore. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah, they still do that,
2: don't they? Yeah, yeah. No, well, what year was it? Now, has what year on it.
10: Spal- Spalding Brothers. Yep. It has a number on it, number fifty. There's print underneath it, and it also has uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, team on
2: it. What name is on it? Spalding. No, no, no. There'll be the a team player's team name, name on yeah. it. Sorry, oh, there's
10: no names on it. This was a bat they used to give out in bat day. This would have been back in the fifties.
2: Yeah, um, hammering Hank was their symbol back then. The Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leaf baseball team used to draw more than a lot of the National League and American League teams, mm. even though it was it was minor ball. Okay. Yeah. And, no, a lot of people don't know that. They think we actually had a vibrant baseball culture up here long before we had the Blue Jays. Well, the Blue Jays are 1976. Yeah, like um, uh, Sparky Anderson was second baseman here on the Toronto Blue Jay team. The team was owned by Jack Kent Cook, and then he sold it to uh, Robert Hunter. And then it went down to, I actually know this. I know, but you're
1: looking for me. I can't authenticate any of that. <laughs> sorry. And then Julie Dwyer bought it back in 1820. Okay, I don't know what sorry, you're talking I'm about. I believe you. His- you know, that's fine. I love to hear the history. But no, we you're have looking history. at me like, uh, like I'm going to go, yep. Yeah, no, I, don't I don't know any of
2: that. So your bats, the bats would be like, they probably were $20, $30. The cat. The programs from the 50s go for between 20 and $40. Um, anything you get signed out of that time period from that team is still valuable there are a lot of collectors who buy toronto maple leaf baseball stuff i have a
10: baseball there was a whole bunch of signatures on it but they were written in ink and they faded off but the uh the president of the league back then was Ford brick yep and uh still on the ball that's on the the, you know right where the print all is but the the
2: sweet spot okay on um, yeah, depending, I might be able to make out some of the signatures because some of them would still be worthwhile. But being an old ball, it's probably worth thirty, forty dollars without the signatures on it, because people collect that uh, that stuff. But at any, and we're always looking for old Toronto Maple Leaf baseball stuff. We're always looking for Toronto Maple Leaf hockey stuff, obviously, because this is the hockey capital of the world, and uh, the CFL not so much. But <laughs> no, if, if you had a uniform from that Toronto Maple. Maple Leaf baseball team, it'd probably be worth $4,000.
10: Yeah, I could imagine. Like, I mean, they were around for a fairly long time, and like you say, there was a lot of players.
2: Yeah, yeah, a lot of people came to the system, and we had a lot of fun, and it's uh, like a pass. If people have the pass, the the person who owned the railway company owned the team, and you just put a pass, a free pass to go over to the, the island. That's worth $800.
1: Wow. You always say that about old concert stubs, too. That they're worth a fortune. Yeah. yeah.
2: Even the old ticket stubs from that baseball team or the programs um, or old, old pictures. Like, they used to have little snapshots they'd always give in. They knew how to promote this. Jack Kent Cook knew how to promote baseball. Well, right now, somebody's got, uh, you know, a ticket stub from the Beatles
1: at uh, Maple Leaf Gardens. Or what is something like that Worth $250. Really? They played oh, more wow. here
2: than they played anywhere else in the yeah, world.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah.
2: But it's still people collect Beatles stuff. Now, if you have it signed... But you know, Bob's your uncle. We're going to have a lot of money here.
1: You're listening to Consignment Heroes on Zuma Radio. We are live, taking your phone calls. If you have a rare or interesting item lying around in your house or somewhere in your life, you're curious about its real-time market value, you can give us a call, 416-360-0740. That's 416-360-0740.
2: Hi, Paul Kenny here, Consignment Hero. Boxes are truly amazing things. They come in all shapes and sizes, and they do a remarkable job of storing your stuff. And the folks at Mississauga Cartons know how important it is to find the right box. For over 35 years, they've provided thousands of satisfied customers with a wide range of packaging, boxes, and shipping materials. I use them. So should you. Mississauga Cartons. Check them out at mississaugacartons.com. And be a hero like me.
3: Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box mom would always say that having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that because when you love what you do as much as sam does and you're as good at it as sam is would you serve your family prefab new generation kitchens and bathrooms of guelph made with love from scratch call 519-836-8300 and meet sam at his family-run factory
1: Welcome back to Consignment Heroes. We're live on Zuma Radio. If you have a rare or interesting item, you can give us a call right now and have two experts in the world of stuff give you a free assessment. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart Kenny are two of the stars from Storage Wars Canada and a es Northern Treasures. Uh, our phone number, 416-360-0740. And we're going to go to Bruce in Scarborough. He's on line four. And Bruce, what do you have?
11: I have a print that was, uh, I, I'm presuming it was put out to... Uh, Right after the sinking of the Titanic, it's a print of the Titanic. Okay. And uh, it shows the route of the Titanic, the dates, of course. Um, They're quite common at one point. I'm talking about in Newfoundland,
2: mm-hmm.
11: the Avalon Peninsula, basically, that's the closest part of North America to where the Titanic sank. Yep. And
2: uh, stuff is anyhow. still washing up on shore, and they, they end up carving it up, making it into something else, Right. Eh? Not now. I mean, back then, there was stuff was washing up. As a now, matter of
11: fact, just for nothing to do with this print, but when I was a kid outside our house, there was a, a lawn chair that just was not nothing that you ever saw in the 50s. But uh, where it came from, it was apparently something salvaged from the Titanic.
1: Yeah, a lot of stuff if washes could, up on shore on the East Coast. They go, this was from the Bismarck. And I go, it was from a dock that just got <laughs> loose last year. What are you talking <laughs> about?
2: There's a word for it. This yeah. Okay. No, no. I, so a
1: Titanic no. deck chair washed up. In no,
2: no, but what
11: – that would be I mean, great. Was, like I said, the closest point to North America where yeah. the Titanic sank. Yeah. It's very common uh, in the Avalon Peninsula, the furthest point east on the North American continent, for mm-hmm. so that kind of thing to wash ashore.
2: Yeah. Now, Anyhow, yeah, but your print,
11: the uh, the print of the Titanic, is that worth okay.
2: anything? Yeah, a little bit because people still collect Titanic stuff, but it dwarfs in the if it was something printed before it sank then oh, after no. it sank, it's two different ball games completely. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like it might be a 50 yeah, to 75 dollars depending how it's framed up. Yeah. Uh but something done advertising before it sailed and most of the stuff is gobbled up by the big Auction houses, but even
1: now you can buy a piece of the Titanic for a very reasonable amount. They all sorts of things have been salvaged from that ship, right? Yeah, yeah. But and, it's not like some impossible thing. You can go online right now and find all sorts of things that have been repurposed from that ship. The
2: little things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, I haven't checked, but I would say probably your print's gonna be worth a hundred, fifty to a hundred dollars. By someone just wants to put it on a wall, end up in a man cave or in a bar. That's where it'll end up. Okay. okay. Thank you very Pretty much. Pretty
1: cool. All right, our next caller is Rob in Mississauga. Rob, how are you? Good afternoon, guys. How
11: are you doing? What do you got? I've got a few things here, but I'll just – I have – my dad was in World War II. Yep. I think he served from like 1938 to 1940, whatever, 42, 44, something. And I have his old – they must have handed out – it's an old prayer book. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, no. It's a book of prayers. It's not that big. It's maybe like six inches by four inches, maybe even smaller. And it's got all these different prayers that, that they could say, I guess, when they were about to go into battle.
2: Yeah, that'd be $20, $30 because a lot of them will bring that back with them because in the same way that I don't like discarding anything that's religious like that, there's a lot of people who bring that back. Um, a lot of stuff, the medals from World War II, they're worth money. Uh, old uniforms are. Um, people will keep the prayer book as it's a book and because it's religious, but they'll throw away the uniform, and the uniform today is worth $500. But your book will probably be worth 5 to $10, maybe $15.
11: I have one other thing here.
1: Sorry, what war was it from?
2: World War II. Okay. I have
11: 24 pieces of uh, – it's like a, a Chinaware. Yep. It's Alfred Mencken, England, 18-karat gold border, Royal Wembley.
2: Okay. That'll be an earthenware and not a, not a bone china. And because it's meek, and they usually – 24 pieces is going to be worth under $100 in today's market. Yeah. Because it it's like got it's the gold trim on it, they won't buy it because it will not be – you can't put it in the dishwasher and you can't put it in the microwave. So it's actually what they thought was really pretty back then. They weren't thinking of uh, 2017 when they designed this. And people are not buying it, you know, um, in the same way. I hate to tell you that, but use it because uh, and don't and use it and have fun with it because you can't buy the same quality from... Uh, We're talking about a dish here, right? We're talking about dishes. got a 24-piece set. Have fun set. with a dish? Yeah. Eat okay. something. That's okay. A Smile when you eat your steak. But you
1: can't clean with it, put it in the microwave, what can you do with it? You can, you can enjoy it, the, the yeah. beauty of having an old piece. But, yeah, you can't cook a hot dog on just it. Sorry, I just missed on that
2: one. Yeah, it's not worth a lot. I hate to tell you that. It, if, if it came into my shop, you'd have a hard time getting $20 for it.
10: Okay.
1: Mary in Kitchener is the next caller. Mary, how are you?
12: Oh, hi. I'm so happy to talk to you.
1: Oh, good to have you. What do you have?
12: Um, well, I um, I heard there about the uh, uh, uniforms. I have my father's Air Force uniform from the Second World War.
1: Perfect. Whoa. Yeah
12: what is that worth?
2: Yeah, you got the bomber jacket?
1: Was, was he it? a pilot?
12: He worked in the RCAF in Clinton, Ontario.
2: Working Mechanic, so he maybe. didn't
12: actually get He was a, uh, working on the radar. Mm.
2: Okay, that's not a, Okay, it's still worth money. Is uh it? call me tomorrow I'll get you the exact price. Oh. Um in my store 647 uh sorry, 905 7374653 4653 don't take any of the patches off or anything like that. Oh, Leave no, no, it no, I, did,
12: I haven't done that. No, all right, so let's move on to okay. a gold sovereign from 1959.
2: Mary's all business, uh, I like it, it. I'm <laughs> going to tell you, right now, the gold sovereign at this very second is worth, as I pull out my trusty calculator, I used to be able to do this stuff in my head, but I'm getting old. All right, um, hang so on. am I? Is, Help us out, is, how much gold is, is in 0. a gold sovereign? Point two three five four ounces of gold. There it is. Times the well, a
1: quarter ounce, so $400. A little
2: bit less. It's approximately, in gold, it's $381 in it.
1: <laughs> I didn't need a calculator, and I got pretty well, close.
2: Ben's showing. He, Ben's younger than I am. I was saying still...
1: an ounce of gold, oh, a quarter ounce of gold. That. Okay.
2: $381. Right. You'll get a little bit less from a dealer. Dealer will probably pay you about okay. 360 Okay, but you know what? What? How many do you have?
12: I've only got one, and okay. it was awarded to me for being first in my grade 12 class. Oh, I Whoa. The
2: they gold All them?
12: right. Um, how about... Uh, you know, I know you're busy. Um, hmm. Peter Rabbit, uh, Wedgwood, made in England.
2: Yeah, these are Beatrice Potter ones? Yep. Beatrice, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they used to be going $50, 60 75 Most of the plates now, children's plates, if they're in good condition, they're going for 15 to $25. Well, this
12: is a plate and a cup and a saucer.
2: Yeah, so it'll be about $50 for the set. Oh,
12: okay. All right. Thank you so much. What? And, and, okay. and, and, and. Just a minute.
2: I oh, and, an <laughs> and? Okay. Oh, okay. Mary nine, is like the greatest caller ever.
12: Nine. Um, uh, for my uncle Howie, rookie of the year, I've got this upstairs, 19, I believe it was in 1937 for the Maple Leafs.
2: Howie Moran's? No. Howie be... Meeker. Howie Meeker.
12: With the Stanley Cup.
2: Now that's a cool, he's your uncle? Yes. Do you have his wow. uniform?
12: His uniform.
2: That, that uniform, sure. I'd love to have it. Yeah. Howie Meeker's sweater would be worth 25000 of anybody's money. What? <laughs> I don't have a yes. Yet. What
12: do you mean? His hockey uniform.
2: His hockey sweater. Not. Oh not his, my God! Not I got to call him. He turned ninety four yesterday. He's okay. That's what it's worth. It's worth at least that. Howie Meeker's would be worth. He was rookie oh, yeah. of the year, um, yeah. and he was on CBC on um, Hockey Night Canada. Right. And he had the most outlandish views, and he had those little stringy lines yeah. and stuff that's on the on the screen. Is. How's he doing? I hope he's doing good. Is he?
12: Yeah, I called him yesterday. Ninety four.
2: Happy wow. birthday. Yeah, no, I used to like he brought analysis to the game, and he brought a, brought a certain intelligence to uh, describe me what was going on in the ice. He's
12: a character, you know. and he still is.
2: What
1: if he has a drawer full of jerseys? Is each one worth 25 Gs? Oh,
0: if
12: here. Howie was... I'm going sell- to call him and say, listen, mister, I told him I'm hanging on to everything till he dies, then it'll be worth more.
2: Well, no, the jersey won't be worth more. His autograph will be. But
12: <laughs> Yeah, but I have autographs all over the place.
2: Wow, you gotta talk to if he actually wanted because he'd have programs he'd have ticket stubs, any retired players is 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 I'd love to deal with them. I can get them the most money for their goods. I'm at the as I call it at the top of the heap in buying okay, that kind so of you're, stuff
12: you're saying if he has a sweater from that that year.
1: You're talking about tens of thousands of dollars, correct? Yes.
2: Minimum, and it might be worth. Might want to call him and say,
1: if you have any shirts with your name and <laughs> Even, number on them.
2: No, a skirt. No, no, his, his skates would probably go for four or five hundred. Anything that, especially while he's uh, while he's alive, and then he can say, give a little letter of authenticity with it.
1: Oh right, yeah. This is yeah. this
2: is like, this is what I live for. This is What's what makes that? my whole day. And never mind day. the
1: money. I mean, think of the yeah. end user who's dying to have
2: something like that. They go, yes. "Wow!" <laughs> no, no. People collect <laughs> and uh, tell Howie to call me.
11: You, you should
2: I? Why not? Not today. On the he can call no, me no, my no, store. No, no,
12: no, no, I called him yesterday, ninety four. Now listen quickly, because I know you guys are so darn busy. Um, I don't like to f- fiddle, fiddle, fiddle through some other people. <laughs> my husband has a twentieth. Uh, well, it's like a penny collection. Yep uh all in the thing certificate of the authenticity uh blah, 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 blah. when's the free? oh nineteen forty nine uh 1959 nineteen fifty nine nineteen sixty nine
2: these are pennies yeah no pennies you gotta go back in the twenties be worth money and, and the large 22. cents. But you can. Wasn't 1923
1: a big year for the penny? 23, 24,
2: yeah. and 25. But coins and gold and silver and jewelry is our specialty. Wait till you see the display that we're going to have at that Oakville Antique Show. But any coins and silver like that, I'd love to see. And if Howie won't see me, I would love to go and see Howie. Just even talk to him for 10 minutes. Because I, I, know, I he'd know he'd have interesting in perspectives. Huh?
12: He's in Nanaimo.
2: Uh, it'll be a weekend trip then, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Mary, we're going to put you on. We're going to put you, put on, you
1: hold. on hold and get, uh, Sebastian Hearn, the show producer, will grab your details, and you guys can make sure okay. you get in touch because she's got a whole litany of things you're interested in. Thanks. Uh, our next caller is going to be oh, more leaf stuff from Margaret in Mississauga. Margaret. Margaret. Yes. Tough act to follow. The last caller, Mary. She has all sorts of collectibles. What have you got?
5: Uh, I have a Toronto Maple Leaf Hockey Club uh, World Champions from 62 to 63 I think it's silver I don't think it's silver it's silver plated tray with all the um hockey player signatures on it
2: do you have the box with it no Okay. Without, with the box, it's worth about $800. Without the box, it go between 250 and $450. What is Depending it exactly? The, Sorry, it's I a, missed It's it. a tray given out by... It was sold by Dominion. What do you mean a tray, though? Like it's a tray. Coffee? Like tray you put eight glasses on, you okay. carry it around. Suppose yeah, I'm with you, you now. Suppose yeah. you're bringing breakfast to your wife in the morning. I've you seen would them put in the movies. Bre- yeah, okay, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> you would put everything on a tray. This one has all the... It's, I think it might be aluminum or silver plate. There are two d- different variations with all the signatures after they won. It was right. sold by Dominion stores which is now the predecessor to a Metro today. Uh-huh. And, yeah, you know, it's a nice item. I'd are those autographs
1: live? No, or are they, no, yeah, they're just they're print printed it in. Yeah. Just
2: printed in. But it's still a very desirable item because it might be a while before we win the Stanley Cup again. Okay. I hope I'm not jinxing them. Okay, but a couple hundred okay. bucks at least. Oh, at least. Minimum that. Minimum. And okay. if you have the box, it's worth up to 800 okay? Okay, thank you. You're
1: welcome. Okay. Yeah, the question is, is she loving the tray more than the potential money? I know. Who knows? Our next caller, likely our final caller, Alan Etobicoke. Al, how are you?
11: No, how are you?
1: No, Good. Al, what do you got?
11: I have a, p- a 50 by 60 painting by a professor, H-I-E-P-E-R, hmm. and there's a number in the back of the painting, which is ten, It 5, 5.
1: doesn't
2: help me. You got it. You got it. Send me in a picture tomorrow. Sorry. Professor, what's the name? Hi, Paper.
11: H-I-E-P-E-R.
2: Okay, that's not ringing a bell right now. Not to say that we. Don't I'd have heard. to I mean, see it. Send me a picture in tomorrow to my store. I'll be glad to help you with that because art questions always take a little longer to do them right. And because there's so much, there can be potentially so much money on the table when it comes to art. I also have to mention there was a lady who called me from the Burlington, um, Burlington Hamilton down border last week. I want to go see her. I want to. I lost her number. And because I'm, I'm going heading out that way this week, I'm hoping she's. You're listening using the to, radio as a I'm, friend
1: finder. So I'm
2: using the radio as a friend finder. She called me, and I feel bad because I said I name? would help her. I lost a piece of paper with her name oh, and her wow, phone number on. Wow, the whole thing.
1: On. So uh, attention, woman, who you talked to sometime last month? Could you call back in? <laughs> He's lost your name and number.
2: I'm sorry. That's all the details. You get a lot I of phone have. calls.
1: Uh, the store's number is 905 uh, 737 gold. That's nine zero five seven three seven. 4653. Yes. Uh, if you have an item you want to find out, you can snap a picture, including that painting from the last caller we just had. You can take a picture and then email it to this address, sales at TorontoGoldSilver.com. The store is located at 10,341 Young Street. Special thanks to Sebastian Hearn, the show producer. Any final thoughts?
2: Yeah, I saw a video game that sold for seventy-five thousand dollars from nineteen eighty-five. And I do want to thank everyone from listening to us.
0: Okay. <laughs>